100. Guys, this is uh, the 100th episode of Dialed In. I can't believe uh, can't believe we've had 100 guests on the show, had 100 interviews, had 100 amazing conversations. Um, you know, the world needs tons and tons of better conversations these days. I think we all agree with that. But guys, uh, thank you to every single person out there that has ever listened, watched, liked, commented, subscribed, or engaged in any way, shape, or form. Uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate every every drop of that. Um, so this is a this is a changing times episode one hundred. On to the next one hundred. Uh, enjoy this next segment with Frank and I as we talk about looking back a little bit and looking forward, looking ahead. Hey, podcast, in honor and in celebration of episode 100, 100 episodes of Dialed In, uh, we have launched a brand new exclusive community called the Cuerdo Edge. Look, everyone in business is looking for that competitive edge, that little bit of extra to take them from where they are to where they need to go. And that's what we aim to do in a Cuerdo Edge. It's an exclusive community, invite only, application only. So you can go apply. Again, not everybody will get in, but you can go apply for it. There's some exclusive content in there. Our cinematic keynote is in there from October and tons and tons of value will be dropped in that community. Go check it out at go.acuerdo.io forward slash edge. That's go.acuerdo.io forward slash edge. So this is dialed in episode 100. We made it. Uh, It's Approaching the end of 2020, there's only three Mondays left as I record this, I believe. Three Mondays left of 2020. What a year it's been. Um, that's all That's all I'm going to say about that. And here we are, 100 episodes have dialed in. Uh, every single one of these 100 episodes, that's, that's been 100 guests. So there's been 100 people that we have had conversations with had different conversations with here on Dialed In, talking about becoming the most adaptable to change, talking with uh, some of the most brilliant IT leaders in uh, the Texas region, talking to some of uh, the most acclaimed authors around the country, talking to some really just awesome, amazing individuals who are embracing change, who are adapting to change. They really, they really own adaptability. And so as we're, as we're, as we're continuing here, going beyond 100, the next 100, uh, I'd like to introduce a very special guest who you'll be seeing and hearing a lot more of, uh, during all this pandemic, a lot of people had these COVID moves is what I've been calling them COVID moves, like physical moves. Businesses have been moving across country. Individuals have been moving across country. And businesses have been, you know, dissolutioned and coming together all at the same time. It's a very incredible time. And during this time, there's been a coming together of two great companies. My, my former company, Catch Cloud, and my new, co- my new co-founder, Frank Rogers, who is on the call with us today, on the podcast with us today. Frank, say hello. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Kyle, this is like a meiosis, mitosis kind of like a conversation here. It's almost biological as you're talking about things like coming together, separating, pulling apart. And I think you just described 2020 and, but like, didn't it give rise to opportunity, um, new ways of thinking, 
Um, I, there's just something about like the stress and compression of 2020 that as much as it's been a dumpster fire for so many, it's also been like a form of renewal for a lot of others. Oh yeah. I mean, it, across the board, right? We, we did our cinematic keynote and we're talking about the fact that this is not, this is not comparable to any other time in history because it's so unique in the sense that there's a, there's this divide of people who are winning, people who are losing, people who are just moving, people who are staying in the same place. They're just stagnant because we don't know what else to do. So it's a very interesting time. And you know, it's that great reset, right? We've talked about it, you know, and, and it's like whenever you come out, like we've had so many words, if you think about 2020 and now we're at the end of it. So how weird is that we have 2020, you know, 2020, 20 hindsight on 2020. Um, and we're looking at that and so many, you know, words and means of expression throughout the year, like almost had a half-life, you know, they, they could live for 30 days and, and no longer. Um, people couldn't stand them after that period of time. We had to read. So that level of reinvention has just stayed constant. Oh yeah. No, without a doubt. People, people are more and more realizing, you know, um, at, on the, on the more uh, macro level of, of their personal lives, they're realizing, uh, I don't want to live here anymore. And then they're realizing, I don't want to work here anymore. And they're realizing, oh, I'm going to go do this on my own. I'm going to do this or, or do that. So you're seeing like all these, all these shifts, uh, entire industries are being transformed right now. And it's, you know, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very fun to observe. Honestly, it's very fun to observe, um, the, the goings on here. Yeah. Do I work from home or yeah. Do I, do I live where I work? Right. Do I live at work? You know, am I working at home or am I living at work? What am I doing here? What am I doing? And, and I think that's that, um, that, perspective is what has been the driver for the change. Like you say, people moving, but what's interesting is like a lot of people stay put in companies, right? Unless there was a riff, um, a lot of people kind of locked in, um, focused on performing better. You know, we found out that, you know, work from home, um, was not an avenue for people to leave an organization. In fact, maybe to the contrary, like people were working harder, longer, um, you know, is that sustainable? I don't know, but, but the, but the reality of what people experienced during that time was the opposite of what people had expected, which is if you think about like, you know, that paradigm of like, let's get into the office and let's work, you know, that, that pressure that held that wall up, you know, that said, look, we've got to, we've got to, I need you on that wall. You want me on that wall, right? You know, I got to be in that office, like not, not as important. And um, so these paradigms are now falling down because there's not enough pressure to keep them standing up. And that's great. I, th I think that there are some good things, again, that have come out of this where we're recognizing the world for what it is. We've kind of taken the red pill and we've gone down the rabbit hole and we've seen what we can see. And we see that, like, we need to make change. And, and maybe, like, you know, as we look at episode 100 here, like, it's that pivot point, right, between, you know, the good things that we've done before, taking the knowledge of that, evolving it into a 2.0 version of itself um, to move forward. Absolutely, absolutely. So so tons of changes here. And, you know, as such, I want to give you the um, the best introduction we can have and people to get to know who you are, Frank. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your background, tell us a little bit, bit about Royal 360 previously and kind of how all this, in your perspective, has come together now. 
Yeah, it's, it's true because there is some like serendipity to it. Um, if we look at our companies, we were kind of different in all the right ways, just like similar to ourselves. So, you know, I kind of arose out of that primordial swamp of, of Deloitte. Um, it's that heavy consulting world, a lot of change management, you know, company dissolutions, bank workouts, um, doing, you know, new venture, you know, startups and as well as like merger acquisitions and then, you know, moving that forward into actually having like a core role as a CIO and CFO for a very large foods company. And, um, you know, all of this, you know, if you think about like baking a cake, you know, they're all experiences that you have going forward. And this propelled me into like, you know, building and, and running and growing and selling different companies um, that were all in more or less the IT and, and digital transformation field. So, you know, it was all around, you know, enterprise change consulting, um, you know, enterprise technologies and software implementation, um, software development and extension integration. So all of these things, you know, really kind of, um, you know, propelled me forward in terms of my understanding of what like the enterprise gambit and the enterprise outcomes are and, and how to achieve those outcomes. And then, and then eventually, you know, this, this kind of culminated in an exit a couple of years ago, and that moved into um, Arroyo 360, which is the company that we've merged together with. And, you know, that, that organization, you know, there was, there was this telecom, um, you know, DNA that came out of the last company that I had. And it was something where I just really kind of looked inside the industry that, that we're in around telecom connectivity, CX seemed like there was, there was a bubble there to change. Like there was something that had to change inside of that industry. There was a lot of really good things that were there traditionally, but a lot of legacy kind of, of carry forward that really was going to be, you know, um, an impediment to helping companies go through digital transformation. So this cross-pollinating of the DNA from, you know, the enterprise digital transformation world into this um, really kind of created an, an enormous amount of like acceptance um, and growth around Arroyo 360, which was fantastic. And then, and then ultimately, you know, we met, right, you know, a couple of years ago and, and there was just that that synergy, that energy, things that you were doing, um, you know, again, things that you were doing differently than what I was doing and vice versa. And you could just see that native uh, pairing, you know, exist. And so, um, yeah, that's what's, that's what brought me to the table today. But like what we're doing right now is not a hundred percent what I was doing in Arroyo 360 and vice versa for you. Like what, what has come out of this isn't just a, a completely additive. It's they've added together and then created something completely new. And that's the exciting thing about it. Like what we're doing right now, um, like has a level of energy around it, which is just astounding. And, you know, it's one thing to be drinking your own Kool-Aid, you know, and to be really like, just, you know, guzzling that stuff down and thinking like, wow, like we've really got something, but you know, to hear the response from our clients and from our technology partners and how we're entering into like really meaningful engagements is really the proof in the pudding. And that's, that's really, that's really what's got me super jazzed right now. Oh yeah. No, likewise. Uh, I, I, I remember, um, remember I saw a post on LinkedIn, uh, about a, about a year ago or two years ago, something like that. And it was really like a culmination around like you have to have a co-founder in business. And it was like, that was like the entire like mantra of that post. And, you know, at the time 
Uh, I, you know, I was like, well, absolutely, that's absolutely not true. And it, and it still is absolutely not true. Like you do not have to have a co-founder. That is not like a, a rule in business to uh, of what makes you successful or not. There's plenty of, op- plenty of uh, examples and opportunities for the solo entrepreneur. Uh, and having been on that road for five years myself, prior to this uh, joint venture here coming together, you know, I, I can attest that that absolutely works. But what I will say, though, uh, about having a co-founder and, and bringing this together, you know, the the challenges, uh, basically a lot of the challenges kind of disappear when you bring the right people together. Like a lot of the challenges that you would think of in your mind of like what, what it's going to be like with a co-founder, a lot of those things, if you have the right person, a lot of those things don't even exist. They don't actually come to fruition. Does that make sense? It, it totally does. Yeah. And it's really funny. I mean, if you think about like sometimes as a, as a solopreneur and as a person who's driving and leading a company, I mean, sometimes there's also like that, the added boot of like additional ego that you start to build on, on top of yourself, which can be like very, very dangerous. You need to have somebody to keep you in check. And also just to not have like, you know, you working with that internal voice. I mean, when you have a co-founder, you know, you, 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 you jump on Slack, you know, you, you get into a web meeting and you're like, Hey, um, I've got this idea. And if the other person is the right person, they're going to tell you, you know, whether or not you're just not seeing things correctly or give you a different lens. It's, it's actually hugely powerful and, and um, something that I haven't really experienced in the, in the full level like that, that we've had. Um, and I, I can see that the outcomes are just better, that the outcomes in terms of our, our messaging, the outcomes in terms of how we're going to approach a project, um, you know, just everything gets better. Um, and in the process, we are both getting better. So like there's a level of like energy and synergy around that as well. So, um, yeah. And it's interesting, like with, you know, with, you know, with dialed in, I've been a real big fan of this for a long time and, you know, watching the interactions that, that you've had, you know, they're, they're not just interviews, you know, they're, there's just something a little bit more open about it. There's just something a little bit more, um, less, less choreographed, more natural, um, you know, hearing people, um, really kind of talk about, you know, their successes and their failures and, in a very, like maybe in a way that they've never done it before. Um, I, I think that like, as, as you, as you always move forward, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like this is, some of these tenants of what dialed in has been and what it's meant for people has to remain the same as, as we go forward. But now we need to like, we need to broaden it across a lot of the things that are part of our Cuerdo message. We do. Yeah, we do as seasons of change, right? Uh, good change, right? I mean, a uh, hundred episodes. I mean, that's, uh, that's awesome. That's, that's incredible that we've made it this far. That's incredible that we still have people out there watching and listening and attending our live streams and, Super thankful, super humbled by all that. And the goal of the, the content creator, the goal of the podcast, or the goal of Aquerdo is to be the most valuable that we can be. That's always the goal. And constantly improving that, constantly getting that better, um, constantly doing more. Uh, what more can we be doing? How better, How much better can we serve you um, in, in this, in this, you know, in the 30 minute block that you get with dialed in? Uh, or, or whatever, right? So that's, yeah. so over the, to that point, right? This is a, this is a turning point. This is the pivot point, Frank. And um, I'm, I'm glad we introduced you to the audience here. So uh, you'll be hearing Frank's voice more. You'll be seeing him on, on lives more. Um, and uh, we'll be, again, 
making the show better, even better, adding more value. Yeah, no question. I, it's it's exciting. Um, I mean, a lot of things that we've got kind of planned and and you know ready to put into place are, I think, going to be um, like powerful. I, I guess is the word. If we get too, if we get you know ahead of ourselves, we can always take dialed in and call it dial back. You know, we can always we can always get dial back, dial back. We can always yeah, we can always get back in the pocket, right? I mean, but, these knobs go to eleven, but I mean, I can bring them down to two. That's right. That's right. That's the reason for the analog kind of a process here. You can, you can always kind of, but anyhow, I think that that this is, this is really like, this is a turning point. Like you said, it's, it's the right time. Um, a lot of things need to change. We've seen it. There's radical change. Tech response has been amazing. Um, people have responded, over responded. There's been social change that's been needed. All these things, you know, live and breathe inside of the same bubble. And so, um, you know, as we walk, down the road together on this, you know, I think we're going to be having big picture, little picture discussions, you know, we're going to be, because you can, you can talk about things in a broad and general way, but if we can't bring it back to something that you can apply and you can put into practice in your own lives and your own businesses, then, you know, we cease to have like the gravity that, that we would like to have for people. So, um, you know, to the degree that, that people watching this can, echo that back can engage with us going forward. That's, that's as valuable as us getting together and just talking about things and putting stuff out there. We need to have that, that um, pressure of pushback, positive, negative, whatever it is to help us refine um, the, the information that we're putting together for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. So, Hey, listen, I have a question for you. Uh, you know, as we kind of go into kind of wrap up on this hundred episodes, like, what did you learn? What, what, like, what did you take away from this? Were there any aha moments? Yeah. I mean, there were, man, there were, there were so, there were so many, um, are you usually just, just like the audience, just like the audience, you know, it's, it's easy for me to hinge upon like those very special moments that happened in some of these podcasts. Like, you know, like, uh, I think of when Craig Hopkins, uh, CIO of San Antonio, when he said, you see a fork in the road, you don't go left or right, you pick up the fork. You know, th think of like those moments, like th those, those are the like feel good moments that like they're, they're, they feel good in the moment. Uh, everyone, everyone uh, resonates and everyone relates like, yeah, that, that, that's a good analogy that that feels good. Um, with all of those, all those little moments they all just kind of like stick to you they become a part of you um in some way right and in in a lot of ways i've never been a cio i've never been a uh, i've never been um a security professional but in a lot of ways like all of the knowledge and and insights that they they shared with us on the show uh, have like they've been ingrained in me to a certain extent like uh i'm not claiming to you know I'm not a CIO by any means. You don't just become a CIO by interviewing a hundred of them, right? But, but I feel like I I know how they think. I know how they think, which is that's incredible. That's in, that's in, an incredible experience uh, for me personally to like understand how they think. Yeah, and I'd say, I'd have to say that probably just in like that impacts how you serve as well. It does, right? Because if you if you can serve with a from a level of I understand you. I understand how you think. Right. That changes the way that you serve. You that 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 takes you away from the that changes you from the annoying sales guy that's just, you know, hitting them up because you, you 
you actually are serving them from a place of empathy. You know what they're experiencing to some extent, right? You have an idea of what they're experiencing to some extent. Um, so that, that changes your entire approach uh, to serving them and to working with them. Yeah, it's amazing how, how like that really put you in a position like for, for the acceptance and, and falling into a cuerdo. Um, and so that just, all, all of these things have, in essence, when you're in business, you know, like that empathy, I, I like to call that kind of a tenderizing moment. Like you get tenderized just like a piece of, of beef right there, right? You do. It's, like, it's just a consistent pounding of like understanding, you know, um, like the challenges and the pains and the processes and getting into the details of it that, you know, allow you to hear things better um, and to respond more um, thoughtfully. Um, and appropriately, you know, in, in all conditions. So um, this is exciting, Kyle. I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to um, this journey for both of us. And um, Dialed In is going to get dialed up. It is, it is. And we're on to the next 100. Yes, indeed. <laughs>